This episode is intended for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. Meow, 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 meow. Hey there, this is Noelle Barlow from Nibbling with Noelle, and I am this week's guest on This Frequency. Welcome, kittens and cats, to another episode of On This Frequency. I'm Natalie. And I'm Ricky. And on this week's episode, we'll be talking about food. But first, here's this week's moment of laughter from comedian Jim Gaffigan. I identify with whales. You know, I struggle with my weight. I'm on this uh, fancy diet, that Domino's pasta bread bowl diet. (laughs) It's going all right. All right. Have you seen the Domino's pasta bread bowl? It's a bread bowl filled with pasta, covered in cheese. The only ingredient missing, a suicide note. (laughs) I eat unhealthy. I actually enjoy eating unhealthy, but a Domino's pasta bread bowl? I mean, I got kids. (laughs) I don't want one of them in a therapist's office. If my dad loved me, why would he eat a Domino's pasta bread bowl? The voice fry that he uses. Why would I use the pasta bread ball? <laughs> Have you ever watched any Jim Gaffigan? No, I haven't. He's, he's one so of my good. yes, he's, he's one so of my good. favorite comedians, really? like hands down. <laughs> and I remember listening to this one about the bread bowl, which I've never had for the record, but I do identify like feeling like a whale sometimes. So as soon as you mentioned this this little skit, I was like, what the fuck is in this bread bowl? Mm-hmm. And it's bread. And pasta and cheese. And like you said, it's a whole heart attack. And I had to like physically go and Google it because I was like, how does this even happen? You were like bothered. Like who yeah. makes this? Yes, it was it was <laughs> gross. So if you guys get a second, Google the Domino's bread bowl. It's, <laughs> it's kind of disturbing personally. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> it is. And he actually, in the rest of that segment, in that clip, he talks about like, how the hell did they come up with this? Like, who's sitting around the Domino's, you know, decision-making process and says, this is a great idea. I'm I'm heavy breathing as we speak, (laughs) just thinking about it. (laughs) But anyway, so that clip comes from a comedian, Jim Gaffigan's special um, that is available on Netflix. It's called Obsession. Meow, 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 meow. Yes, yes. So our special guest this week uh, first cooked for the Rose City Sound family during Natalie and my brother Mike's COVID wedding Mm -hmm. that took place in my apartment Mm -hmm. when she prepared a shockingly delicious ricotta-free lasagna. I had no idea that ricotta was such a... uh, I mean, it's what makes lasagna lasagna, right? Mm -hmm. So, and speaking of COVID, when the lockdown hit, and Noelle, our special guest, had to work from home. She discovered just how much she enjoyed cooking. And as a result, Noelle decided to start a cooking blog where she shared her recipes, tips, tricks, all of that. And her enthusiasm for cooking was now being shared with the world on At Nibbling with Noelle. Noelle has a wonderful gift. She's a nurturer, a caretaker. And during some very difficult times that I was encountering, Noelle managed to fix me a scrumptious cocktail and a home-cooked meal that reignited the little burning light.
delight in my soul. <laughs> so preparing a meal for someone is an act of love. And we're glad to have her here today. Remember to catch her on Instagram at nibbling with Noel. And we'll put it in the Yes, we'll put it in the in the liner notes of this episode. Welcome, Noel. Hello. I'm so happy that you're here. Thank you for having me. This is an honor. And thank you for making food for us today. Yeah. It was so good. So good. Oh, what a treat. <laughs> yes. If you're, you're follow- welcome. If you're following us on Instagram, you'll see that Noel prepared for us, um, what did you call it? A rib uh, dip? Rib dip, yeah. A rib dip. With a little au jus sauce, a little dip dip. Also known as bomb as fuck. <laughs> We're fans of Noel's cooking here. We get Huge excited. fan right here. I think I remember Yeah, I was going to say, Bartley is one. definitely my number one. Number dog. one fan. Yeah. For sure. He's but, easy to please. Hey, before we get into all of this talking about food and all of the goodness that lives in our, in our souls and in our tummies, um, Ricky had mentioned that, Noel, you have a moment of rage and love. So, in honor of that segment, uh, we want to know how you turned a moment of rage into a moment of love. Yes. So, you want to share with us a little bit? Yes, you got of going course. Um, I'm a little sad that the section was taken out, but I mm. hope that it comes back and it dabbles into your episodes. Yes. Uh, so, I'm honored to share my, my little story. Mm. Um, not a story I thought was going to go from rage to love, and it's something that you don't appreciate till after the fact. Mm. Uh, so for Christmas, um, Chris and I, Chris is my husband, we decided to buy Charlie, one of my oldest nieces, mm-hmm. tickets to Harry Potter World. Mm. And Ooh. That's at I Universal know. Studios, right? Yes, at Universal okay. Studios Hollywood, uh, up in LA. Mm-hmm. And, right, like we're winning. Auntie and, aunt, Auntie and uh, uncle are totally winning this, Big right? points, big points. Yeah. Big points. So um, I bought tickets through work. So I don't know if you, if corporate America, normally you can buy like tickets for discounts, right? Yeah. So I buy these tickets, great, whatever. It comes out to like 388 after the discount. I'm like, right. okay, 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 I can do this, whatever. Buy the ticket for December 28th. So she would open them on Christmas the 25th. We'd go three days later on the 28th. You had this all planned Boom. Oh, out. yeah, it was like a whole thing, right? Okay. Like yeah. dope, like yeah. we're starting love, right? But it's not, that's not what happens, <laughs> right? So... 25th comes around. She opens them. Great video. It's awesome. <laughs> We're all there. The family's there. We all go home. We wake up the 26th, and my sister texts us, and she's like, hey, y'all, I tested positive. We're like, no. Damn that COVID. Damn the COVID. We're like, well, what do we do? And so, you know, my niece's mom, Stephanie, is like, what are you going to do? Are you going to go? And I'm like, well, clearly you don't have an issue if I took her, but the responsible thing is not to go. So Chris and I decided that we'll postpone. Right. Great. I call Universal Studios. I'm like, hey, this is the situation. Um, Wait, got- hold on. These tickets you bought were for a specific day. So you had to go on that day. It's not like you buy tickets and you can go wherever you want now. It's like a reservation. Correct. Mm-hmm. I haven't been to a, an amusement park in yes, God knows how correct. long. So that's how it works now. Yeah, I, I mean, That's how they do it at that's Disney how, now. That's how, I, yeah. that's how I assumed, which is why I called, because I was a little concerned. You know, Right. Like, yeah. So I call Universal. I'm like, hey, got these tickets for the 28th. COVID, blah, blah, blah. You know, the spiel, right? Like, this is the life we live in. Yeah. She's like, yeah, that's fine. You can come on, you know, whenever day you you choose, and we you'll pay the difference. Because, oh, you know, shit. now I'm coming on another day, and it, right. could, it could potentially be more or less, right? Uh, and I got a discount through the work. I go, great, done. 
So we get through December, we get through January, I get COVID, he gets COVID. You know, like, life is happening. Like, Everybody is, gets COVID. It's, and, and, well, and just life is happening. I'm not, like, immediately, like, okay, let's book right away. Like, it's, yeah. like, whenever Charlie's, you know, Charlie's calendar is open, open, you know? Yeah. So end of January comes, we're like, let's book the day we want to go. This was her, you know, she's antsy, you know? She's mm-hmm. 12. She's she wants to go to, She now. wants to go to Harry Potter World. This is her thing. So we book it. We're like, okay, I asked Stephanie, February 14th, we'll rebook. Great. February 14th comes around, which is, you know, just a week ago. We show up, um, and I get a little concerned because I'm like, hmm. The week before, I called to confirm again with Universal, like just to confirm. I was feeling this w- this way, and I call Universal. I'm like, hey, like confirming. This is a week before, and they're like, no, like, oh, you know, ma'am, I see your reservation. I see that you bought through third party tickets at work. Mm. We unfortunately can't change the con. The, you know, <gasps> we can't change the no! ticket. You have to call tickets at work, the third party that I po- purchased them from. Oh they God. have to change it. She yeah. goes, I see it's an unused ticket. She goes, shouldn't be a problem, right? I go, yeah, shouldn't be a problem. Call Called the third party. No, 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 that's not our policy. Like, you needed to change them beforehand. Mm. And I'm instantly like, look, bitch, this is $400. <laughs> what are you telling me? I'm going today. What, yeah, what are you telling, right? So it, I, I hang up, and I'm, like, fuming, and I text Chris. I'm like, oh, my God, I don't know if we're going to be able to go in, in next week. Like, yeah. you know, we might just have to – we're going to go, but we're going to have to pay for tickets. Right. He said, call again. I call again. They know who I am now because it's like they probably noted it on this confirmation. <laughs> so they escalate it for me saying COVID. I'm like, this is like, screw your policy. We're in like the thick of COVID. Like, come on. Yeah. And they put in that it was for COVID reasons that we we didn't call on time, blah, blah, blah. Gets escalated. Gets denied. Oh, wow. Gets denied. What? They basically say, good luck. You have to go. I call Universal. They're like, we can't do anything. Oh, my Like, you're going to have to buy tickets again Yee. so you know charlie doesn't know any of this and we're like okay we set the new date i'm like so annoyed already that i've paid new tickets another 400 dollars that probably more now because it, without the discount right what? so we get to universal and i'm like so this is my moment of rage i'm fucking pissed i'm like come on like yeah. really like we were doing the responsible thing by not bringing charlie to harry potter world because we potentially had covid right yet here i am getting screwed from this for this 400 ticket yeah ridiculous so we wow. go we're gonna have a good day whatever we go to the ticket line. We attempt to get in with the tickets. Clearly, I even told the guy, this is probably not going to work, but can you just... But let's go. Can you just scan it. this real quick? Let me know. And he's like, it didn't work. I'm like, fuck. Uh. So I like look at Chris and I look at Charlie. I'm like, Charlie, prepare to cry. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't going in, homegirl. Prepare to <laughs> cry. And she's so confused because she's like, didn't you buy tickets, Auntie? I'm like, well. <laughs> you brought me here We go to guest we, we We go to guest services and I, I prepare to act naive because i'm like okay well i'm not gonna i'm gonna we're gonna do this right yeah if i come in hot i'm screwed right that's just doesn't end well i go up i go <laughs> hey called universal you know a week ago we got covid as you can see De- december 28th we couldn't come they told me that i could pay the difference to come in i stuck with that original thing that universal told me because they did tell me that okay let me look she looks up oh it's a nice day out i'm like yeah oh no i'm like oh shit and then I hear I hear Chris in the back back of me going, Charlie, are you so excited? And he's like hyping her up. And yeah. she, oh my he's, god, he's making sure the girl can hear how excited we are. And we drove here, and it was a whole thing, right? I'm like, fuck. Four hundred dollars. She goes, down. okay. She goes, the difference will be seventy two dollars. My moment of love, right? I'm like, hit. I'm like, my wallet's happy. We're good. We're this going. Work. We're going to Universal. <laughs> yes. So we get in. You know, I had to pay seventy two bucks. I was fucking stoked. We go in. She sees Harry Potter World, and her little face just like lit up. She had she had one of those moments where she kind of like squeezed her hand in her face and was like, Ah, we're here. That's and awesome. My moment of love, everybody. Oh. 
It's wonderful. A moment of relief right there, dude, because it, it would have been... What's, what's, what's after rage? God, just pissed. Mm. Yeah, murder. Like, getting the <laughs> murder. Yeah, settle down, settle down. Getting the runaround. Um, it was just bullshit. You it know? was. It was. What a terrible but policy. It is a terrible policy. But I also think like companies, organizations everywhere, they're really having a difficult time navigating around these COVID yeah. hiccups. And you know, you have a, a good outcome, but imagine how many people didn't. You know, weren't no. quick witted like that and whatnot. But before that, so did. What was the weather like? Beautiful. So it was like sunny. Yeah, it was See, like it was like seventy three. A little breeze. It was like yeah, it was Valentine's Day. Yeah. See, it was I, the warmest day of the week. I can't do Harry Potter in those temperatures. I like, did, I will yeah. not watch any Harry Potter films mm. if it's beautiful and hundred degrees outside. I can like only watch cold. Harry Potter when it's cold and it's dark and it's mm. grim. So I'm like, that. man, I'm not trying to go to Universal Studios yeah, yeah, and, feel not, that, I feel that. and feel sunshine in my face. When have you ever seen a Harry Potter movie with sunshine in your face? You're right. Yeah. But also, it's... They should have built California. that shit like in... <laughs> but also, yeah. but also it's fuck. never going to get hot. Yeah, it's never going to get cold here, so... Mm. It's terrible. It's like that meme that has been um, going around about when Californians say that they're going to oh, the yeah, snow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're going where? To the snow. The oh, snow. God. It's like, you fucking idiots. Like, y'all got to go to the snow. Right. <laughs> People are living in it. I think <laughs> the one thing that, though, like... I guess I'm so pissed about it still, though, low-key. Like, when I went back to, you know, the third party... They even asked me, they go, did you have to rebook all your accommodations? And I acted like I was traveling far. I go, yeah, we rebooked everything. The flight. The flight. The, the hotel. Yeah. Because I, I thought that would help. The rental no, car. they still declined it. I sent them a really terrible review. Yeah. And I did the survey. And I will never buy tickets from them again. Even Here's though the thing, though. A lot of times those people that you're dealing with, they may have no control or authority over yes, things Yes, but they like escalated that. it. And then they got still, and it still got and denied. That part, yeah, and I part. feel like he didn't even like write down the issue enough. I was like, you don't understand. And he's like, ma'am. I'm like, fuck. I'm going to lose this battle. It could mm. be so easy as just like, just change the fucking date. I'm sorry. And that's what I was so upset about. And he was like, we don't change that. We, you know, and I, I, I wanted to be like, you already have my money. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, I don't, yeah. I, I, dude, it was I'm, a great day. My, I, I, <laughs> but I went. It's like, coming back. It's listen, coming listen, back. Listen, I only paid 72 bucks. Yeah. And it was a it great fucking out. day. It worked out. It worked out. It was a beautiful it Valentine's Day. <laughs> it was. It was. She had a great day. Oh and we still somehow spent a shit ton of money. Birth <laughs> control. Oh, my gosh. Well, let's get to the thick of things, right? Wait. What did you guys have to eat there? Mm. Were you impressed by any food there? No, 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 no. No? Not at all. It's not like um, that. In Harry Potter World, we had... Well, Charlie got chicken tenders all day, so there's that. But so I got chicken tenders I got like all day. A ha- I, actually, the food in Harry Potter World was pretty good. Yeah. Obviously, we got butter beer, but yeah. I got butter like a Butter beer? Ha- yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a whole other topic. Okay. Um, it's delicious. <laughs> Chris had like four of them. Um, <laughs> I got a half chicken with potatoes and carrots. It was like hearty. Yeah. And then Chris got... Something called bangers and mash. It was like a sausage with like bangers cabbage. and it's mash. It's an Irish dish. Yeah, Irish. Okay, yeah. Was it yeah. banging? I think it was called bangers. Oh my god, maybe your mom. <laughs> something, something was banging. Function. I don't know. <laughs> and then later on in the day, we went to like one of the Simpsons places where it was like burgers and fries, like super easy. Okay, we I didn't go there for the food. That's for sure. Right, because then like I think that's been such a thing, and I don't necessarily 
see that it pertains to Universal, but very much so at Disneyland, where like food is the thing. Like you oh, go to food experience so the food at di- to Disneyland? at Disneyland. Oh yeah, Disneyland oh, has corn dogs amazing in. food. It's a whole experience. <laughs> How the he- I wouldn't yeah, explain people, this to pe- me. People actually pay to specifically go to their food. Um, I don't mm, know what me. they're called, but their food. <laughs> food they and have wine a, festival. Thank you, oh. partly. Yeah, they I have know, one for Chinese just Disneyland food. Yes. It's so good, Ricky. Let me tell you this. I go to Disneyland all the time. I've never, ever, ever had a bad meal at Disneyland. It's a fucking hamburger. No. No. Where where are you guys eating? It's gourmet level shit. (laughs) It's gourmet level. I I don't know about that. It's going to be okay. We got to take you. Have any of you guys been to the Epcot Center? Yes. All right. I mean, that's a different experience, right? Because you have all the different countries being represented in their cuisine. Right. I hate the word cuisine. So I imagine that that would be a delectable experience and with it was. a Disney thing. It was amazing. But fucking Disney here in Anaheim yeah, is not yes. giving me Epcot it. food. No, it's not giving you Epcot food, but it's giving you gourmet level restaurant style I food. I 100% like, it, disagree with that bullshit. When was have the last you time you were at Disneyland? <laughs> When was the last time you were there? That's a really good question. Okay, then you have no room to talk. I would say like within, definitely within the last three years I've been to Disneyland. Before COVID. Did you eat? <laughs> I Did had like a there. fucking $15 pickle. Oh, God. Oh, that's your fault. We're talking, about, we're talking about sitting down at like the Plaza beignet. Inn. Yes. The Plaza Inn has the best fried chicken I've ever had in my that's life. That's my shit. That's my shit. Their beignets. Oh. The beignets oh, are oh, good, oh, but oh, all that shit's the, pine- the pineapple oh, Dole Whip. They, oh. um, their bread bowls there, mm. too. Oh, so you delicious. wouldn't have a Domino's Speaking bread bowl. Speaking of bread bowls. <laughs> yeah, I was like, let's talk about that. <laughs> the bread bowls at Disneyland. And back to Universal, the fucking donuts at in the Simpsons world are amazing, too. Oh, my God. They're as big as your face. They're so good. No, it's yeah, I really need a donut in my life right now. Yeah. I really just want to go to an. I haven't been to an amusement park in a while, but well, you probably shouldn't. Know. Well, you should drag Ricky <laughs> yeah. to Disneyland so she could actually eat something. Yeah, you're gonna have to experience. I the just Disney would never. Food. I would never describe Disney as being like the go-to for like the, you know. It's a food experience. Oh, it by is, the way, they're, they're um they're reopening the trams, so you don't have to walk very far Ooh. at Disneyland starting on the 23rd. They so. closed the monorail. So sad. Mm. Oh, that's that. So, so Noel, you make a bread bowl. <laughs> I've never made a bread bowl. I've made homemade bread before oh God. in my Dutch oven. It was really good. It kind of came out kind of small, but what is a Dutch oven exactly? Is... It's just a du- uh, an oven on the floor. No. It's like um, it's like it's cast it's like iron, a, I think yeah. technically. Um, and it's like can... a big pot. Yeah, it's a big pot of cup made out of cast iron, though. Yeah. Okay. Oh. It's dope, but it's a na- not enamel. Is enamel the right word? It's coated differently than like. Normal cast iron. Yeah, right? my grandma's yeah, had yeah, the yeah. same Dutch oven for like well, they 60 last years. for long. Yeah. yeah, I love my Dutch oven. What Ugh. do you like? You could cook anything in there. I cook pot roast. I've cooked. Wait, so it's like a big crock pot, but Dutch. <laughs> I'm trying to picture. It. Maybe <laughs> you don't. You don't plug I it in. You should just Google it. But so it's a part of your oven. You don't. You don't have a Dutch oven. I don't know. Shame I think I had, I think I had a Dutch, Dutch oven, oven like when I was in an old ass house a long time yeah, ago. Oh, okay, but oh, 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 yeah. I know. I know. Do you have one? Out. My mom has one. My mom actually wanted to give me one, and I was like, no, I don't need this. <laughs> She's like, what do you think I cook? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Clearly, that's not my my specialty at home or something so, that I'm thriving on. <laughs> Speaking of Dutch ovens, <laughs> or not Dutch ovens, but I, my curiosity is this. I'm assuming that you're this person who loves to cook and is all, you know, ingredients and hours and hours baking a pie and stuff like that. 
where did you see that and say, oh, I want to do that. I want to explore that. I'm interested in this. Do you remember your, your first point of reference when you had an interest in cooking? I'm still Googling a Dutch oven, by the way. Um, actually, a little bit, yeah. Oh. So in college, I, I was an RA in college, and I had my own like house or little apartment or whatever. Wait, what's an RA? A resident advisor. Oh. I was the one that was like, don't drink. Don't smoke weed on campus. Anyways, and I did all of it. Um, so you were the person that nobody listened to. That's correct. And I got fired for it because they caught me with a bottle of vodka. Anyways, okay, that's a whole other story. Anyways, I was an RA. And when I was a good RA, um, I lived alone and whatever. And I had, I had, there was a friend of mine. Shout out to Eric. I haven't talked to him in a minute. And I should reach out to him. Eric. I remember he came over and was like, I want to make you guys shepherd pie, like me and my group of friends. Ooh, yeah, and okay. I was like, what the fuck, shepherd pie? I'm like 22, whatever. I'm like, what the fuck, shepherd pie? Comes in, he like used my little apartment, he like brings all the stuff, and he like makes this like little shepherd pie, and I'm like, this is dope. And I like saw what he did, I was like, it's not that hard either. And it was like a good, like solid home-cooked, you know, warm meal. Mm -hmm. Again, you're away in college, you're like, I need this in my life. Yeah. And I honestly, it sounds so weird, and he probably doesn't even realize how he's a part of my journey. He has right. no idea. And now that you're asking me, I'm like, wow, how relevant it was in college. Uh -huh. um, he was. And I was like, I want to cook like homemade warm meals for people. I was like, I like that. I want to. So it left an impression on it you. It did. It definitely left me an, imp an impression for sure. And I think that's kind of where I was like, I could do that. Yeah. Hmm. I can make meals like this. Okay. Yeah. But so how, so how did his meal make you feel? Warm. Like it was home cooked. It was so, it was like heartwarming. Warm. You know what I mean? Right. It was like I wasn't away in college. Like I wasn't missing my family and like, you know, how dramatic that sounds. But I don't know. It was just it's like. It's not that it sounds dramatic. It was at, but it was at ease. It? it was at ease. I right. was like. But how is it possible to translate that eating a meal could make you feel nostalgic and warm and connected to your family? How is that even possible? When you're away from because, the family. Right. When you're away from the family. If you look at, you know, in my intro about you, like I, I mentioned how I was in, you know, a low part. But your meal like lit something back up in me, so maybe it's not. I don't necessarily... know. You tell me. Okay, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> tell me about those carrots so, you okay, had. <laughs> I got it. So maybe it's not so much the meal itself. I think it's the love that was put into it. But rather, you, Eric, right? Mm -hmm. Eric came over to your house. Right. He brought all his stuff, yes. his ingredients, all that, and he was like, "Let's go." I'm going to do this for you right now. Like I got this, Noah. Like just sit down. You 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 let me into your and kitchen. And it made everything taste better, right? You mm -hmm. saw the intention. Yeah. yeah, I'm with that. I can feel that. And I, I feel that way when I cook, I think, too. And I definitely get that feedback from people as well, which is nice because that so makes me want to cook more. It fills your own soul. Correct. Mm. I mean, seeing you cook and then all of your meals on your on your Instagram blog and, all, and so on, I'm always inspired. I'm like, ooh, I can, I can make this. And because you put your little reels and you kind of go – quickly step by step about how you're going about what you're making and i'm like oh that's it mm -hmm. i'm gonna make this i think you had like a crumble pie or a mm -hmm. crumble thing oh, yeah. the cobbler, cobbler. yeah, yeah. Cobbler. Had, she messaged you, me about it too yeah i had all of the ingredients i think i was missing one thing and i was like oh, i could fucking make this i didn't end up making it but shame <laughs> on you still, it's still in the works but i was inspired. hoping you said that you did make it and it failed no. <laughs> that would have made me <laughs> <it was> hilarious <laughs> no i, I didn't it's funny like it. i don't 
I, I, my, there's not a lot of content on there, like, by all means, because I like, like, living in the moment and cooking on the spot. And so, like, I don't like sharing what I've made in the past or sharing mm-hmm. what I made yesterday for dinner. I'm like, this is what I'm making right now. Everyone look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I like the stories a lot. And I say, but I save those stories. I don't know who the fuck looks at it. I don't, probably don't even have that many followers. I look at them. But honestly, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter because I do it because I like cooking and I like sharing. And f- you know what? If you want to follow it, you can follow it. If not, I don't care. Yeah. The thing about watching your stories is it it makes me want to cook and it makes me want to have my own kitchen again. And that's what... <laughs> so it's kind of like a love-hate thing where I love watching what you're doing, but then I hate it because it's like, well, okay, you you don't have your kitchen yet or you don't, you know, it reminds me of those things, but it, it's because it is an act of love. It's an intention. It's a very like, I don't, I don't care to cook like the day to day cooking. I don't care for it. It's like, all right, we got to eat. Here we go. What does inspire me when it comes to cooking is when I want to try something new. I can read an article or watch a story and be like, Oh, that looks really good. Like I want to try that. And I think I can do it too. That's when I like to cook. That's when I like to experiment. And that's when I'll buy all the ingredients and like mess with it and try to when I'm curious about food like that. Mm-hmm. But I again it's like a love hate relationship with food because I got kids, I gotta cook, like, oh, you gotta eat. And it's a chore yeah. versus enjoying it. A time yeah, that I you get that. to, you know, love. But you cook every day. Yes, I do. And you, even though I don't feel that you you I don't get bored cooking of it. it right. I don't feel like you're ever going to say like, I'm saying like, oh, I have to do this chore. I got to do this it, every it's day. It's very rare when I feel that way. Very rare. Is it and, therapeutic for you? Yes. Mm-hmm. And most of the time when I'm like, ugh, cooking, it's because like we didn't go grocery shopping and I'm like, well, that's on me. Mm-hmm. And How so, often do you go grocery shopping? Um, Probably about every weekend, week and a half. Okay. And I normally go, you know, like Saturday or Sunday or whatever and I buy for the week. And I normally only buy those meals for that week. For the most part. And then we plan by, you know, if we're busy on Fridays, we, right. we you know, leftovers, whatever. I mean, we yeah. both have lunches, like what, you know. Yeah. So that that's one aspect, right, is this whole chore of, well, what could potentially be a chore for Ricky and I is the cooking. But what about after is the enjoyment, right? So what does that look like for you, for the both of you, right? Is, okay, there's a meal and now are you guys sitting alone or are you, is the TV on? What's the mood? What? How are you guys having dinner? Mm. Uh, well, lately with COVID, COVID dinners, they've been on the coffee table because my whole desktop and everything's on, you know, the dining room table. So it's kind of sad. I do wish we, we used to sit on the dining room table a lot and eat dinner and I really enjoyed that time. Yeah. Um, but we lost that with COVID, unfortunately. But now we're so now we're on the coffee table watching Game of Thrones or whatever it may be. <gasps> I love Game but of Thrones. But we still, I mean, but we're right there, you know, pouring uh-huh. each other's drinks and, and enjoying the meal together. Uh-huh. And and most of the time, I take a bite and I'm eating and I'm like halfway through my meal, or whatever. And Chris is eating too, and he kind of looks at me and he's like, "So, how do you like it?" And he asks, <laughs> and he, he normally, it's funny, he normally asks me, and he's like, "Well, what do you think?" And I'm like, "Well, what do you think?" Like, you know, because I'm like waiting. But for he his asks approval. you yeah. what you think and about your own meal. Yeah, because he knows I will criticize it for sure, and and sometimes I'm like, "Oh, the sauce didn't come out right. It's too yeah. thick." Da, da, da. But then I'll and then I'll criticize it, and he's like, "No, I think it's okay. I think he wants to be the backup support. Like, nah, nah, it's good. It's good. <laughs> yeah. But he'll never lie to me. He he definitely has made changes to my meals, or he has his opinions, but. I would say probably 90% of the time he likes everything I make. <laughs> and actually to rewind to the to the uh, lasagna without ricotta that you made for Natalie's wedding, I that's a staple for me. I don't care for any other lasagna than the lasagna that you make. It's 
the best lasagna I've ever had in my life. Facts. Stop it. And th- no, Facts. I'm dead serious. Thank you, Bartley. And you said that you it's ricotta list because of Chris. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he doesn't like ricotta, so you got to mix uh, sour cream and cottage cheese. It was the bomb.com. It, it, actually, it actually makes it lighter, too. I mean, it's not, you can still oh, get low fat. What, it doesn't even matter. But I judge every lasagna I ever have from this <laughs> point on, on Noel's. based on Noel's. I, I, made, I made it just recently, actually, and Chris didn't and we like saw it. That. He didn't like that. It had, uh, it was, there was too much noodle for him. And I was like, no. Oh. I go, this is actually one of my favorite because it actually held really nicely. Oh. So you could actually cut it, and you were like, there's like the lasagna. Mm. He thought it had too many noodles. But uh, also, I will blame it on the dish I have. It's kind of low, so you can't even, like, stack it and add the extra meat and stuff. So, you know. Send me that. that you probably have it on of your... Of course I do. Uh, no. that no? I don't share that one, but I can share okay, with you. Fine. Sure, yeah. Share it. Damn. Sure. Mike's been wanting a lasagna. He's but uh, actually, lasagna? side note, I got a KitchenAid for Christmas. Ooh. And I, we saw that. And someone bought me the noodle piece for it. Mm. So the lasagna... Fresh noodles. The, the lasagna is about to be fucking elevated. And you know what I do want to say? Your kitchen is small. <laughs> it's fucking tiny. If anyone saw that post recently about what you're grateful for during Thanksgiving, look at my small I fucking did. kitchen because <laughs> I make the most bomb meals from that little kitchen. <laughs> That's another inspiring thing. It's incredible. It is incredible because you like and humbling. You it is humbling. Mm-hmm. You make a, a small workable space. Yes. Like a f- magician. You're in there just like la 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 la. It's very um humbling that's yeah. that's the word yeah it doesn't matter how which but then it does make me think so do you fantasize about having a kitchen yeah so what is that what does your fantasy kitchen look like <laughs> one big island i would love to have the, the an island <laughs> the island of truth the island mm-hmm. um i would love to have an island yeah no I, th- I just need more space honestly because i do feel like i i do things do things do things and then while that part's simmering or whatever then i'm doing dishes to like make sure i'm cleaning room and mm. it's tough because then like the dishes pile up and i don't have you know the big farm sink and it's all mm. you know it's like i'm in a little apartment in garden grove like you know yeah. <laughs> it's tough it um, is tough working with what you got so yeah i definitely i don't i don't need a big kitchen but you know what it'd be nice to have like a little bit more square footage in there a little bit more counter space um, well, you do a great job. I, I you really thank you. do. I, like it's, I it's, appreciate it's inspiring. That. Very I'm grateful much. to appreciate myself because it's hard. People don't do that enough. Um, Why should they? You know, it it leads back to your that progress for per- perfection episode that you guys did. You have to appreciate the little things that you're doing. It's not ever going to be perfect, but you're doing the best you can. I would say. And I just recently had this conversation with Natalie um, about uh, my mom. And I was telling her how she, my mom wakes up every morning early. She makes herself breakfast. She Mm. packs her lunch. If it's not already packed from the wonderful meal that she made the night before, right? Fresh lunch. And she she makes this time for herself Mm -hmm. to eat. And mm-hmm. she's she carefully curates what's going in her body. You know, I need apples. I need oats. I need this, all this. So I would say that preparing food for yourself, cooking for yourself is an act of self-love. Absolutely. It's, it's mm-hmm. an act of self-acknowledgement. You know that your body needs good things inside of it to thrive mm-hmm. and survive. So and I and I told Natalie because, you know, I wake up every morning. Ah, it's like, run, we're already late. Yeah. And I, I'm not taking the time to really, A, talk to my body and see what my body needs, procure what my body needs. Or wants. 
And sometimes or, it. Or sometimes oh no, it, I know what my body wants. Well, I know, but that's important too. Sometimes, but but are you even making time for that either? You know what I mean? Like for the what, wants? Yeah, because no, like that's the problem. That's what, but that's what I'm saying. You're not doing either the things that you need and want. Right now, the majority is what I want versus what I need, mm. and what I want is comfort food. What I want is anything that's going to make me, you know, feel okay and want to go to sleep. And I'm that's not because look- of the lack of just the time? No, it's time. No, I don't want to say it's the lack of time because I do believe, like, if you want to change something in your life, like, you will make that time right. for it. I can make the time for it. Right. It's more so just, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I do know, but I don't know. Okay, well, then share it. It's the lack of <laughs> discipline. Yeah. It's it's the lack of really wanting to self-love myself. It's, it's hard. the lack of wanting to. I mean, I, I remember one day I, I went through Noelle's schedule, like what she does mm-hmm. from the moment she wakes up to the moment Did she we? goes to sleep. Yeah. What do I do? How sometimes you go to the <laughs> g- when you go to the gym and you have to hurry back and make dinner and da da da. And I'm yeah. like, oh my God. Like yeah. that's exhausting thinking about her schedule. But it's also that exhausting schedule that, keep, in my opinion, correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. is that's also what keeps you in a good state. I would say it's more, it, it's all priority, right? Because if we look at, if we do look at your schedule, it's you go to the, you go to the gym and this is just what I know from, from your from the Instagram, IG. right? The IG. You go to the gym, you have your work day, uh, you make dinner, you take your dog out and then that's your, that's more or less your day to day, right? And and the cooking, the dinner is the important part. She doesn't have to. You don't have to go to the gym. We don't really have to do anything. We don't have to go to the gym. We don't have to make food for ourselves. We don't have to sit together around the dining room table to to share this meal. But she definitely, that's like a priority. That's the yeah. important thing. It's funny. Sometimes I, I actually, I think, make myself guilty, make myself feel guilty for that for discipline what? that I have. Like mm-hmm. there was, I think it was just like this past Monday or Tuesday. Or maybe it was last week. I don't remember. Um, I went to work. I went in. I did the five o'clock class for the gym. Was done by six. Home by like six twenty, six thirty. No, I went to the six o'clock class. Got mm-hmm. home by seven thirty. Came in, didn't shower, didn't anything. Gave my husband a kiss. I was like, "Let me start dinner." I'm cooking dinner, and it's like eight ten. I was like, "I'm so sorry." And I told him, "I was, I'm sorry, dinner's so late." He's like, "It's okay." Mm-hmm. And he was like so calm, and I was like, "Okay." And I didn't, I didn't feel ru- I wasn't rushing to get it done, but I was just apologizing for it taking long because, because I also late. know, because I also know it's like it's eight o'clock now. We want to just be sitting and relaxing and like talking and catching up, and like I'm in the kitchen. Hold on. So, are you the only one that does the cooking? No, Chris cooks too. But when I have a game plan, like I'm cooking, like he's not going to cook the meal, the recipes I have planned already. Right. So like when we can't go back from it, we can't go back from it. I'm the one cooking. He totally, he's the best helper. He's literally like the best sous chef. Because <laughs> in, my, in my mind, I'm thinking like if I'm him and I'm like, damn, she's taking a late class tonight. You know what? I'm going to, I'm going to cook get something. Started. I'm going to do or get or started. I'm going to do something for her so that she doesn't have to rush back and do all of these things. But mm. I didn't, I didn't think about the fact that him maybe doing that ends up getting more in the way because yeah. you already have something very specific that yeah. you're, you're trying to execute. And I think him and I are pretty aware of that because if I do need him, he's like, I'm right here. And I'm like, Chris. And then I'm like, pour this right here, do this right there. And he's like, am I good? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah go, go, go. And then like he, he, he does, he helps me a lot without, mm. well, he does realize it. But I think I don't realize sometimes how much I'm asking for when I'm like, wait, 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 I need you, I need you. Mm. Yeah. Um, 
But when he cooks, it's the best. I like when he cooks. He's very uh, methodical when he cooks. And he's very precise to the recipe. And he has all the ingredients out and measured before he even starts cooking. Oh, that's so so is that the opposite of you? You just oh, go? Oh, yeah. I just start going. Oh, yeah. You, you've seen me live in the kitchen. We have. Yeah. We've seen you live in the kitchen when you didn't have ingredients. Oh, it's a terrible, and, terrible. And you magically came up with an alternative. What was missing? Chicken bouillon. Yeah. And you made... I don't know what you used instead of... There was like 12 spices in it. It was incredible. What did we eat that night? Tacos. We, we did go over potato, to Noel's. Potato tacos, had, homemade rice and beans. And the guacamole. Wasn't I had there guacamole it. And there was homemade salsa. Wait, there was no guacamole? Ray, are you hungry now? I, I didn't get that invite. <laughs> didn't get that invite. No, it was good. It was it good was shit. It really good. Sorry. I put salsa on the beans. The It was pico de gallo. Oh, mm-hmm. I did make that. I had all, I had, I had all three. I don't yeah. think yeah, she had two different... Yeah. She was bomb. We That's just need bomb. you here all the time. You need to live closer to us. <laughs> have you to have you together. But it's dangerous. I think there's there's a lot to say about um, sharing a meal and then uh, sharing it. Of course, you know with your the people that live at your house, but also with others. Um, because that's when you kind of get comfortable. Start having real conversations. You get all real like, you know, the food starts tasting good. The conversation starts getting real nice. The wine, the alcohol. Chris, uh, my husband recently just said, he says, you know, we have the most conversation ever in the kitchen. Always. Mm-hmm. Because cause you are always in the kitchen, Noel. And he didn't say that as like a stab mm-hmm. or a bad thing. Like a good thing. Because when some, there's most, not most of the time. Sometimes when I'm cooking, mm-hmm. he'll come sit at the table and watch me. And, he, and he'll bring in the laptop up to him and do whatever he's doing. And be a part of that kitchen experience. Even if he's not helping, you know what I mean? Um, and mo- and uh, I would say about 75% of our conversation happens when I'm in the kitchen. And, it's, like the ba- and it's like whether it's ketchup, planning, arguing, whatever it may be. Like it's, right. it happens in the kitchen. It's kind of an interesting thing in I our like household, that. obviously. There's only two of us. So I can't imagine throwing kids and other people in it. But yeah. it's incredible. I love the kitchen. I like that you like the kitchen. It's a weird feeling because after I'm done in the kitchen, I'm like, whew. And then I'm like... What's tomorrow? What's what's for dinner tomorrow? Yeah, <laughs> it's oh, all over we, again. I'm it's like, an oh, entire we gotta take the process. meat out. We gotta do this again. Oh, okay, here we go. <laughs> what's your favorite meal that you cook for yourself? For myself, or just um, a meal? I mean, um, ooh, that's tough. She's like everything. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. um, I I really 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 like comfort food. Like I like heavy like heavy food. Um, such as like I love chicken pot pie, mm. uh, homemade Wait, you pie make, crust. You, you make double. a chicken pot pie. You know oh. I do. <laughs> Michael Moda, when yeah. are you coming over to my yeah, house? He needs, <laughs> it. he needs it. Um, but I like heavy heavy foods like that. Uh, I, I make really good meatloaf. I mean, I think I do. Um, I know Chris's mom will never hear this. Maybe she will, but Chris did tell me one time my meatloaf was better than his mom's. <gasps> and you know what? That just means the world. <laughs> You've been affirmed. Small victories. It really is. And you know what? His mom like makes some really fucking good meals that I'll never be able to match. Um, but, like what? Um, her She makes this really good fried chicken with this like honey. It's probably super easy, but it's like I'll never be able to do it. Like it's her meal. Is it better than yeah. the fried chicken at so Disneyland? Good. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> really? I had to throw that in. I had to throw that in. Um, so yeah, no, I like a lot of home-cooked meals. Like, I mean, I like to call them poor man, poor man meals because mm. they're like, normally you have all the shit in your, in your cabinet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, that's good. 
Yum. What was your favorite meal growing up in your household? Ooh. Mm. Mm. And Natalie, I'll thinking? ask you the same oh, thing. Yeah. What what was and your And yours, Ricky? I um, have I have mine. I'll tell you mine while you guys think about what your favorite meal was. I told my mom if this is my last meal request, this is what I would take from her. She makes these um ground beef tacos. Mm. My mom's taco game is strong. You said ground beef? Ground beef. Right? Ground beef with potatoes in it, lettuce, tomato, and then she always makes this green salsa with it. It's fire. But the way that she mixes the potato, because the potatoes aren't hard. It's almost kind of like a mashy, hard mm. potato with the, it blends with the meat. It's really weird how she, I've never had a ground beef taco. Well, it's funny it. that you're saying that because my meal is very similar. It's picadillo. Oh, okay. And yeah. Same idea. I'm Wait, so that was your favorite meal oh, growing yeah. up, Picadillo? And it still is. Like, oh, mom. <laughs> picadillo. Okay, yeah. so is it and just the Picadillo? Oh, it is. And was there rice involved? Was there beans involved? What was it? Normally she would make rice and I think beans. I can't recollect well, but I know she would make rice with it. Uh, I have her rice recipe, so that's how I know she does it. But, and for the record, oh. you're, this is a... a kind of a mexican dish that is your favorite and your mom is japanese yes. and polish yes <laughs> so i mean she just got thrown in there and she makes some bomb mexican food she makes some really good pozole like mm. i oh my god her wait green, what color pozole green she makes, hey. yeah. stephanie makes green I need stephanie to get, makes it too yeah it's good oh okay yeah Christmas. never tried it huh. all right natalie Mine, Meat and potatoes. <laughs> Literally. Mine would be, um, and this is just my favorite food in general, is my mom's enchiladas. Mm. Oh, man. Red or green? Red. Mm. Red for sure. All day long. Whoever likes green? The red enchiladas. I fuck with the green enchiladas. Really? Yeah, those are good The green too. chicken enchiladas? Too, but the red ones have my heart. I won't for have sure. red enchiladas with chicken. I only have green enchiladas with chicken and then red with just cheese Jeez. and onion. Yeah, that makes Interesting. sense. Interesting. Yeah. I will I not. Would don't probably ask. Too. Yeah. Okay, wait, wait. Then what about tamales? Like, are you going? Because I like cheese. Like, I like just the cheese, like with the chicken. That's it. Mm. So, but see, but see, I also don't like tamales. So it's like, well, yeah. I like tamales, and it's a seasonal thing for me because mm -hmm. it's it's yeah. only during Christmas. I'll do. I like green chicken tamales. Yeah, green. That's my favorite. Yeah, green. I'm with you, Noel. Like tamales are definitely. Um, thank God they're seasonal, and I'm not looking. I'm never looking forward to tamales. Oh, like, no, oh no, tamales, great. Okay, same. Yeah, I do That's love tamales, tea. but seasonal only. Yeah. Well, okay. Here's. Let me just pose a question. Then, what about your favorite dessert? Because you know, I like to bake too. I don't huh. just cook. No, I bake. No, no, no. Yeah, we had your pumpkin pie with fresh uh, whipped cream that you whipped up that day. Favorite desserts. Damn. For you know me, what? It's definitely apple pie. Anybody's apple pie? Uh, I make bomb apple pie. I mean, if it's home cooked then or homemade, fuck yeah. If do you do it with ice cream? No. So what? you're just good with. <laughs> yeah, just by itself. Just apple and that, and do you I put cheese that, on it? And you know what? I maybe as when I, when I was younger, I would have done an, an ice cream. But now that I'm older, my taste buds have changed, and I don't, I don't like too many sweets. Less is more. Yeah, so I'm good with like oh, I'm just have this apple pie. Cheese. Wait, what about this cheese? cheese? It was a it's a Texas Texas thing. It comes from the <laughs> south. They put cheese on their apple pie. It, I heard it so like amazing. how though like American mm. cheese like like they, they, like wait when the they, yellow cheese yeah I'm pretty sure they put American cheese so um, Google it let me know so they put it they like you know after the pie is done they slice it for you know slice it and they warm it up in the 
in the microwave or whatever. In when the they Dutch put, oven? And they, and no, 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 no. I'm kidding. And then they put the cheese on it, and that's how they eat it. The little yellow square yeah, cheese. I'm pretty sure it's, it's on a, apple pie, right? Yeah, it's, I'm pretty sure it's a southern thing. I mean, you know what? That sounds good. I would fuck with that. I would definitely. But I don't know. Is it's, that, an, it's just an interesting combo for sure. So, interesting combo for some mm. reason, and I don't know how this even happened. Abu Conchita, my grandmother, she used to get us <laughs> a piece of bread, <laughs> and then she would put, I don't know if it was the syrup first and then shredded yellow cheese on top or the bread shredded yellow cheese and then the syrup on top syrup like like sugary syrup like pancake syrup i don't remember getting this for her oh no it was before your time it was for like at martha and i time her cousin oh yeah noelle i don't think we introduced that no we did no one knows who i am no no noelle is my cousin noelle is a mota noelle is a mota well, kind of but that was a weird thing that my grandmother would give, and I don't know because the whole apple pie and the we cheese should thing. Ask her about that. I want to ask her about that. Like, where the hell did? <laughs> because you... that means someone made it for her, and I want to know who it was. You know what I mean? I want to know that. Why? Yeah, I want to know. But then I also remember, like, when we didn't like drinking like chocolate, <laughs> drinking chocolate milk was a commodity, right? Like that oh, yeah. was a luxury when yeah. you were little. Oh, I get chocolate milk. Yeah. When we didn't have chocolate milk, I remember my grandmother would just put milk and vanilla and sugar. <laughs> like, here's Ooh. what you. <laughs> Here's what though. you have. Like this is <laughs> this is what it is. Ain't got nobody got no Count your blessings. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> but dead. you know, poor man's meal. Like you do. One of my favorite meals is chilaquiles. Like I love I making chilaquiles. What? Ugh. You know why? I think I've had so many bad ones from like shitty restaurants. Ugh, you know what I mean? Like awful. it's different. Okay, it's different. Like if like a grandma, or your mom, like it's, it's different. If it's made, if it's made within the family, it's totally different. But if you're going yeah. to some shitty restaurant, some white restaurant, it just doesn't. Yeah, Ruins it's, it for it's me. always like that. Stephanie loves them. She said she makes them, apparently. So, uh, those are like a staple at my house. Like, that's funny. I don't even think Chris likes weekly, them. Like weekly. No, my Aunt Rosie's uh, husband, Jaime, he makes some really good. I think he was the first. Mm, no, fast forward. My first time in Zacatecas, I had in a little hotel chilaquiles, and I was like, oh, these are good. But I was like 20. Then I had them again when. Jaime made them. He made his own green salsa. Oh, see, it's different. Oh, they were outstanding. And I was like, oh, my God, these are really good. And then fast forward, like, maybe six years ago, Tia Leti, she used to take care of my kids. When I would go and pick them up, she would always, like, do you want something to eat? And she would always have chilaquiles. Or not always, but that was always an option. She would have chilaquiles. I'm like, how do you make these? She's like, oh, easy. Yeah. Salsa al pato. Yeah. What? El pato? Yeah. That's it. I She's know. like, oh, mija, real quick. Da, 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 da. Fry up, cut up the tortillas, fry them up. It doesn't get better than that. Salsa al pato. Put some cheese I'm on it. I'm going to make some soon. And ever since yeah. then, that's that's actually, I mean, talk about poor man, lazy man, but that's how I make wow. the chilaquiles. Yeah. And that's a comfort food for me. Like, that's how. Yeah. That's actually something we offer. Like, Ricky and I offer that to each other yes. a lot of the times when we. Well, because it's in your pantry. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which really is interesting, easy. too, yeah. because I'll prepare them better for Natalie than I do for myself. Isn't that funny? Yeah. So, like, I, I make, like, this Thank little you. thing with queso fresco. So, it's queso fresco, cilantro, mm. and onion. The cilantro and the onion have to be chopped up very finely. Please don't give me no chunky onions or chunky cilantro. <laughs> I'm not trying to have leafy cilantro up in my teeth. I have gaps in my teeth. So everything has to be finely chopped. So when Natalie comes over, I'll make her the chilaquiles, sprinkle that concoction, and, and then fresh avocado. Uh, Ooh, 
I don't even do that for myself. Ricky, what are those quesadillas you make for me? For Bartley, yes. For Bartley, it's so funny. He used to, again, Bartley would help Natalie and I when we were learning how to do podcasts and he would come and do the live streams and I would pay him by feeding him and I would make him sincronizadas. Oh, sincronizadas yes. were, yes, it's a, it's a quesadilla. You got your cheese, fried ham, Oh, yeah. Fresh to so, but after you fry the cheese in the head, like so, that's mm -hmm. on the comal mm -hmm. ham, cheese, you're frying it up. Then you, once it's all melted together, you open it back up. Fresh tomato, fresh onion, and mm -hmm. if I had avocado, I would throw it in there. So, you have the, the, the pros and cons of hot and cold and texture that is like clap. It yeah. is delicious. Barley, I haven't made you those in a while. It's what are you making me? <laughs> you okay, know what? I'm next. So for the record, for the record, uh, we were here last night and I was telling Ray, I was like, you know what? I think we should cook for Noel. And I didn't get a chance to actually send Natalie the message. Natalie makes an incredible guacamole. That's like my favorite thing. So I was like, damn, Noel's coming. Maybe we'll make her some guacamole. Yeah. And I told Ray, we'll take her to go get some tacos. We have a favorite taco spot, La Tamazuleña. Oh, so you weren't even going to oh. cook. Oh, hell no. We're like, we're going to take her out. Hell no. Because these are like. this work right You don't now. understand. <laughs> you know who we are, Noel. Damn it. I wanted you to like, hey, these are our favorite things, right? Pump me up with some margaritas. She'll be good. Who's the one who came through? Gladys Moda made you a very humble bean burrito. Oh, my God. God bless her. A bean burrito. It's an act of love. I hopefully the hopefully that picked it up. <laughs> I heard it. I heard it. Uh, beans, beans and rice. You just can't go. I mean, just anything. Just Mexican food in general. Just it's so easy and. I gotta the be word? in a mood Versatile? though. I definitely gotta be in the mood for it though, because I don't always want. I mean, because I don't cook that often. It's yeah. very rare. Yeah. I mean, I do potato tacos. I've done enchilada. Well, I guess I do cook a lot. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Just when you think you don't, and you're like, right? oh, fuck, I kind of do. I do know my next meal, though, I think, for you guys is curry rice. Okay, come mm. next week. Curry. <laughs> I don't know about that, because Shh. curry is very rich for me. You know. It's you have very not, rich. You have not it's had very, my curry very rice. rich. And it's my mom's recipe, which is on a recipe. It's like the fucking like, boxed recipe, but it doesn't matter because it's bomb. Mm. Okay, come see I'm me. in, Noel. Okay. Yeah, cool. same. <laughs> I don't know, or potentially chicken pot pie. I don't know. There's no, this, no, it's, no. Forget the listen, curry and let's listen. Get it's to endless. The pot pie. It's endless. No. I can cook so much. Ricky. You really? You want curry over chicken pot pie? What is wrong with you right now? Yeah, you're I, right. I, I want, want chicken pot pie. I want all the things Noel makes. Okay, one yeah. at a time. My them. husband really should be fatter. <laughs> well, so let's talk about that because hearing how you eat, seeing how you eat, you're not 400 pounds. <laughs> so what is the trick? I'm a nice 123. Right. How do you? How are you not 400 pounds? I mean, I work out. <laughs> yeah. But but and a lot of people say that you it's know not even the workout. It's portion, what you it's eat. Portion control, though. But like a lot of what I eat isn't that bad. I mean, yeah, here yeah, we are listing all these terrible things. But like for the most part, all the dinners you don't see that I eat on a day to day mm. is chicken, a veggie, and rice, or chicken, mm. veggie, and a potato. So, like, those are the meals I don't, like, think about all the times I'm not posting. Like, yeah. That's a good point. I don't. I only cook all the savory ones that we all want. You know what I mean? Right. So, so, yeah. So, you're we, misleading the public? I'm not misleading. I'm only cooking what they want to see and showing them what they want to see. Yeah, like that. No one wants to pie. see my fucking brown rice. I do. I want to see what you eat day uh. to day because I want to see that's reality. I don't get this savory meal that's going to make me 400 pounds later. The reality is, is you cook very healthy for yourself 
on most days, mm-hmm. right? And then complemented with your physical activity mm-hmm. is why you're not 400 pounds. Yeah, but I'm, it's also not in my genes. So, I mean, I have a Japanese mother. So, mm. there's that. Her, her healthy cooking is probably bomb as fuck, too. Okay, Wait, so. are you saying that there are no fat Japanese people? Have you seen one? I mean, other than the sumo sumo wrestlers, other than sumo wrestlers, have you seen one? No. And I think there's a lot to say about cooking at home versus taking that same meal and having it made for you at a restaurant. Well, right, because calories must be through the roof. And I'm in control of it. Let's go back to lasagna. There's no ricotta in it. There's sour cream and cottage cheese. Like, yeah. And, but also portion control. Like, that's a whole other yeah. thing, too. You know what I mean? I you have no see, portion control. Well, you don't see me eating half the lasagna, but I want to eat half the lasagna. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it, it comes down to the discipline. And and I have a lot of discipline. Things. I'd like to think Chris will agree with that. I do have a lot of discipline. What do you not have discipline with? Because I feel like your entire life is a discipline. <laughs> like, every that sounds so area bad, though, because I have a lot of life. fun, you know? Yeah. What? Like, that sounds bad, because, like, no, I... No, not bad at all. On the I contrary, mean, it's a very organized life that you ugh, lead. That sounds terrible. That sounds boring. How does that sound terrible? That, sound, that sounds boring. You're making it sound boring. No, you're calculated in everything so much that routine. you do. Um, and, I'm, mean, and I'm only saying that because consider the opposite, <laughs> which is not. <laughs> That's stressful. Yeah. Um, so what are you not in control of? What are you overindulging? Mm. Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> She's like, nothing. <laughs> nothing for this podcast. <laughs> um, that's a really good question. Honestly, I don't I don't I don't have an answer because even when we were just hanging out early before recording, you know, Natalie asked me how everything was and I was like, great. Yeah. Like I had literally nothing to complain about. Life is good. Life is so good. I like I'm very happy. Good for like, you. yeah, we don't have I don't have everything I want, but like I know what my goals are and I know what to do to work towards those goals. And You're, so like they're not here right now physically or, you know, mentally, but I'm working towards them. So like I'm good. Like I think I'm disciplined because I know I'm working towards everything I want. You know what I mean? You have a good balance right now. Yeah. It and it feels good cool. to have balance. I mean I'm working out. I have a good job. I'm paying yeah. my bills. I have a family that loves me. No one's sick and dying. That sounds Where terrible. Where did you Sorry. get that sense of confidence, that sense of knowing, that sense of embracing that you have your goals and you know what you got to do? Because that's, 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 uh, that's outstanding. Mm-hmm. That is outstanding. I mean, I like to think I got it from my parents, right? Like... Initially, that's my my first answer. Your I point got, of I reference. Got it, I got it from my yeah my point of reference. I got it from mom and dad, um, which I think is valid. I think I believe both my parents are uh, very aware and in tune with what they want and how they live. Which again, I want to whether it be finance financially, uh, relationships, you know, whatever it may be. I like to think I'm similar in them, which I I'm very much are. You can you know you can vouch for that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean. I like to just think I'm a good human being just trying to live through this world. You know what I mean? It's hard. Living is hard. Living is hard. I have down days. No one sees that. No one sees your down days. No one sees your down days. You know, it's just. What is a down day for you? Fuck, I don't know. I'll tell you what a down day for me is. Watching The Crown. (laughs) Because I've already watched it a thousand times. So I'll be like, I'm just going to watch The Crown again. For like a thousand times and then just like be mad about how there's so many shows about the queen on Netflix. Here we go. And it's just this vicious cycle that is 
you know, repeatedly self-loathing. I have a good one actually now that I'm yes. not me. I mean, because media, like mm. I have been like the last like couple months I've been really wanting to delete everything. And Wait, delete your delete, social media? Yeah. Cause mm. I'm just sick. I'm just over it. Honestly, me too. I just started, um, I just started like deleting people that like, I know, like I do know we were acquaintances, whether it be from college or high school or whatever it may be. But I started like just unfollowing people. Cause I'm like, good for you. You don't bring anything into my life and I don't bring anything into yours probably except likes. And I'm like, I'm good. And so I started unfollowing people. So then that was like kind of my, my initial, like, should I just delete it? But I was like, no, I could just unfollow people because I still like having it. Yeah. Like I like what social media does. I like the connection it does. I like when I see people doing something similar. I'm like, I just did that. Or, you know, they went to that brewery and I was like, I just had that brewery or wait a minute, where'd you get that? You know? And I I Mm -hmm. like that, those connections, but I don't have them with everybody. I don't have it with, you know, the 700 followers I have or the people I'm following. So I think I'm just starting to unfollow those people, which sounds really bad because those are probably good people, but let's be real. There's just no relationship. There's no relationship there. You know what I mean? Like, let's be real. Um, so I think that, that has been a down one, you know, a downer because it is so hard to not compare yourself to other people. Mm. Um, and the life they're living. It is so hard. Wait, so you you look at other people and you're like, oh, I wish this... Absolutely. Th- really? Do, do you not? No. Yeah. But I didn't think someone like you would. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. Yeah. I think about it... Um, I mean, there's no one I could even like tell you, oh, like this person's life. Like there's not, but you, ju- I think it's just, it's not, it's, it's as a matter of those big influence, influencers that have all the big things and even people that you know, like it's, yeah. it's a little bit of both, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that kind of lifestyle or like, oh, why don't I do that? Mm-hmm. Why don't I have that? Yeah. And start kind of doubting. Like, well, should I, should I? Right. Do but, I? but, which is dumb because we all know it's a fallacy. Yeah. Right. You know, right, you right, know, right, right, and right. I know that whatever it is that people showcase on social media it's just a glimpse, like you said. People yeah. don't see what it's you just eat half the story. every other day. Right, yes. exactly. People don't see the, the bland, not bland, because I'm sure even your blandest meal is just an orgasm she in your said, mouth. She said bland. <laughs> but people Sriracha. Don't, yeah. Oh, my God. People don't see that. I was sharing with Natalie how I was in a situation, you know, where I was accused of having a lavish lifestyle. Oh, your, your lifestyle. It. No, no. In yeah. court. You have such a lavish lifestyle. You have these... Be- Look at the life you live. You're always out. You're this, you're that, da da da, da. And I'm thinking like, I'm so over this. You don't right? even know what I'm, I'm going in, through. I'm in no control of what people's perceptions of me mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. Zero control of any of that. Was that uh, was that perception made off of social media? Yes, yeah. and only off of social Isn't media. Isn't that incredible, though? It is incredible because, like I said, we all exercise the ability to understand that what we see on social media mm-hmm. is a facade or a glimpse. Mm-hmm. Like you said, we all know that, and yeah. yet we still I know. It's incredible. are like, oh, I wish that this was that. You know, yeah. I wish that this was that. I have been contemplating a lot. 100% like just getting off of all social media yeah. and, and Natalie and I have had several podcasts about how much time we spend on social media how much our businesses rely on social media how much uh, apps time. like TikTok right yeah. Yeah. who screen have leveled out have. yes screen time who have TikTok who has leveled out the playing field for influencers where it can be anybody mm-hmm. literally anybody and and it made me really think, like, do I really want to be this connected or reliant on on people? Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, do I really is is this is this really what needs to happen? Like, what about OG grassroots? We should do just, a two week challenge. We should log out and delete our apps from our phones. See how we do. I'm down. Let's do it. I'm, I'm but too. see, okay. So and then I think about this, right? <laughs> I think about this. Well, wait a minute. But Rose City Sounds Instagram, like, no, for, yeah. you'd have to do it personally, not no. Not but even then, it. but even then, though, right? Rose City Sound, our Instagram account. I'm not. I have not been consistent with it, mm-hmm. right? I haven't maintained that because it goes back to for me personally. It goes back to the whole. It is personal, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm showing people very intimate moments about what's what's going on here. Right. And that's part of the grassroots thing. And and allowing people to say, well, I'm entitled to talk to you a certain way. I'm entitled to DM you and ask you because you're putting your shit out there. Mm-hmm. And I'm listening and I'm buying and I'm a viewer. And that's allowing you leverage in whatever sponsorship or whatever thing you have. Yeah. You know, and so it really makes me question all of those. I don't know. It's it's a it's an ongoing thing. That's why I'm glad that you mentioned that people don't see the the meals that you eat every day. But maybe we should. I one of my favorite accounts that I follow is um, DJ Flips, and he posted today a meme of he goes, "This is what people don't show you," mm. and it's this couple that was hiking. And they're on, you know, their little ropes. And she takes a terrible fall. It's terrible. She's hanging all over the place. Like, it is not a good look. And he was like, imagine if people posted these types of realities. They post the one on the top all pretty with the sunset or whatever. Imagine you posting that pot pie that you burnt. That you came home and you were pissed. Your energy was off. But you're here cooking this pot pie. And then it all just blows up in your face. You're going to post that? No, I was like, that doesn't happen. Well, I mean, I, <laughs> like, I ever. Well, like, I just posted a pie crust that I totally butchered the other day, and I was like, and my, it said, well, they can all be pretty. <laughs> but you're right. You know what? Challenge accepted. Maybe in the next week, I will post every meal I have. Mm-hmm. Mm. Maybe not all the snacks. I eat a lot of snacks, but like, or maybe I will. Maybe I'll show you everything I eat in a day. You eat a lot. I eat a lot. But I eat a lot of small meals, too. Mm. I eat, but I eat a lot of healthy meals, though, as well. That's important. It is. What you put in your body. It's very hard. Like, I remember going over to Natalie's house one day. I was like, why don't you have anything sweet in this house? There are no sweets in this house. I mean, you look at, I mean, I brought hot Cheetos today and I ate half the bag. Like, you don't just see that casually. But I'm like, here I am, not in my element. This is a fun night. I'm going to get hot Cheetos. (laughs) Noelle, if you were on death row and you had your final meal, what would it be? Mac and cheese. What? From Mm. where? From where? Yeah. Like, Probably my own. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. I don't care. It'd have to be just really good mac and cheese. That, a baked mm. potato with a lot of butter and a lot of sour cream. Mm. And as my main meal. Uh, wait, hold on. You said as my main meal. So what? These are all openers. I'd have been fine with just <laughs> a mac and these cheese. These are my shit. sides. That's my sides. That's my Noelle is a high maintenance <laughs> inmate, okay? Listen, so bitch. she needs her shit. I would definitely need, probably want pork chops. Um, Interesting. Okay. Some bacon wrapped asparagus, maybe. Bacon or wrapped. Brussels sprouts. You made Brussels sprouts. Your Brussels sprouts were fire. When did I make you Brussels sprouts? When you made the little sausage thing with the mashed potatoes. Oh, I did. And the. Oh, uh, yeah, 70s house? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't your best, but you weren't feeling it anyways. It wasn't my kitchen. Oh. Wait a minute. She Not came... on the home field. No, 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 no. Didn't you love she... that, though? I did. She walked into Stephanie's kitchen, and she was like, where's your... 
I want, was it a can opener? You were looking for some kind of tool and then you weren't satisfied with the tool that she had. The potato peeler. The potato peeler. <laughs> She's like, what is this? This is, this doesn't peel potatoes. I'm going to, am- I'm going to Amazon her like three new ones just to be like, keep these. <laughs> what is, well, the- did you not see me that I brought one of my knives here today? It's okay. Well, let's talk about that. What is the most expensive knives? Okay. Like how much are we talking here? Um, I think my the set I just bought, which was like a eight or nine piece, was like almost two grand. Oh my god! Wow. No, I might. I that might be high. Maybe maybe it was. No, you know what? It might have been like twelve hundred. Even if it's it's twelve hundred dollars. I actually on don't nine. remember because we got a really good discount and <laughs> you got a discount. Yeah, I got oh, cut, fuck. Cutco knives. They're beautiful. I'll post the ones I bought. You know what? Honestly, though, they are beautiful. The last time that we were at your place and you cooked for us, you were using the knives, and I, I had to comment. I was like, they're beautiful, wow, and they're white-handled, cool. and they're just... Uh, yeah. And I have two knife blocks. A knife block? I, a marina Is that bo- where you sharpen it? Yeah, Marina okay. just bought me a new a meat mallet. Chris a just, meat mallet? A t- so I that's could, what I you could, hit the I meat with? I could kill someone with this meat mallet. If, don't fuck with me because I could kill someone with it. It is so fucking no intense. Um, wow. And then Chris just bought me all, all the utensils, you guys. Um, Chris just bought me a wireless meat thermometer where I can, like, where I can stick it in and it's on. It's called meat. Uh, uh, it has an app. It tells you on it's your like phone. It's like a Bluetooth. Yeah. yeah, it's Bluetooth. It's called meter and then you can stick it in. Like, so when I made prime rib and it had to go in there. So that way you don't open your oven and, st- and it tells you and yeah, it's dope. Anyways, okay, is there wireless? any kitchen no. accessory that you wish you had that you don't have? As of recently, no, I have everything I need. Damn. Um, I could have like better like utensils to be honest, like the like the my, my mixing and my my um, ladles. I could I could, but I could just buy those like as a one off, like at TG Max, like the silicone ones or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like actual physical like uh, things, like frothers, and I have. I've just bought a new blend. A, really a nice frother? Blender. Wait, those frothers are have become all the rage recently. Wait, what's I a feel frother like for the coffee frother? Yeah. But I use it for a lot of other stuff too. What else do you froth? Juice. Ah, you're right. I guess just mainly milk. The coffee. Milk. You juice. You froth juice. People are doing. I don't know. Some people I see like they're mixing some fucking juice shit, and I'm like, with a frother. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. I don't know, but the frother. I feel like I need one. Do right. (laughs) Right. There we go. I I need utensils in general, (laughs) apparently. (laughs) But do you have a favorite chef? No. You follow no celebrity chefs. No. Oh, God. You want to know why? You want to know who I follow? I follow the moms that have three kids and are cooking gourmet meals for their kids still. Of course you are. Because, like, let's be, it's a realistic thing. Why the fuck am I following a chef? I don't want to be a chef and I don't want to, I don't ever want to cook like a chef. Ever. I want to cook meals that are going to feed my family and be sustainable, but be cheap still. Like, I'm affordable. I'm realistic. You know what I mean? Would you ever open a restaurant? No. Why? I don't want to own a restaurant. Would I manage one? Bartley, yes. scratch her name off the list. <laughs> would, I, would I manage one? Yes. Would I? I would never want to. You would never one. come up with a with a, a menu for someone. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Wait, that's different though. Mm, is it? Would you do it for a podcast? <laughs> yeah. Like I have this vision in my head of like what I envision I this podcast being would be. Um, and I'm. I think I've mentioned it on this podcast before. Maybe I've just mentioned it to Ricky. There's this show on on. Um, Amazon. Uh, oh yes, Pani Circo by um, who's hosted by Diego Luna, 
Wait, but pan y circo means uh, bread, bread and, and circus. circus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, and so he gathers various activists, um, people that are that just are educated in a certain field or whatever the case may be. So there'll be like four or six people are gathered around a table, and then they have a she- they have a chef who makes a meal catered to the specific topic that they're going to talk about, and they also bring in the chef to join in the conversation and talk about how this meal relates yeah. to the conversation or his his or her um, perspective on the topic. And it's it's such a great um, series. You you have to watch it. And that's kind of, I see that show and I'm like, oh, this is what I would want this podcast to be. This is my dream. Yeah. So you, can you be our oh, chef? Wait, that's <laughs> different though. You asked me if I ever want to be a chef in a restaurant. That's like, this is completely different. A chef in an organization. No, I would never. I would, but I would never call myself a chef ever. Then what do you call yourself? I'm just, you know, the cook, a housewife. Is that imposter syndrome? A housewife that's cooking. Oh my god! What? You want to know? Okay, you want to know why? Because I didn't go to school to 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 cook. That don't mean nothing. That don't mean it doesn't. But I would never call myself a chef. Like I would never call myself a pastry chef or a chef. Like I just like to. I believe it's a hobby. Like you don't want that title. No. Oh, you believe it's a hobby. It's a hobby. Yeah. Interesting. I would never go. I and. That was one reason, like, I even dabbled with the idea of going to, like, go to culinary school. I don't want that to be my job. I That uh, would ruin the fun for me. So I cook to have fun. Let me ask you this question. So we are in the uh, resignation era, mm-hmm. right? Where, because of COVID, people are leaving their corporate daytime jobs to pursue their passions, right? So in this particular case, would you say that mm, you like cooking? But like you said, it's your hobby. It ain't your passion. You ain't trying to quit your day job to execute something of this nature. No, I would not. Why not? Why aren't you going to join the club of resignation of this era? Because I was, I would resonate for something else that's not cooking. What is that? I'm not telling you my secrets. Listen, the listeners want to know. Coworkers listening. Oh, that's always that's always tough. Great, I just ruined it, but it's fine. That's tough. I mean, most people know that I'm. That's doing tough. things on the side, but it's fine. Okay, so but, I like but that reg- you acknowledge that. But regardless, it's not happening right now. That's I mean, important. That anyways, her acknowledgement of cooking Very and hobby that would ruin the fun completely. Yeah, I like that. I like and that I don't want it. I don't want it to be ruined. Yeah. So you wouldn't you wouldn't pursue your passion? No. To make it a living, any passion to make a living out of. At this point in time, no. Interesting. I like it. I ain't mad at it. Because you know what? We're just nibbling. Mm. <laughs> and that was nibbling with Noel, y'all. <laughs> that was her drop right there. Thanks, that was girl. her <laughs> drop. No, honestly, thank you for sharing all of that wonderful stuff with us and being here. Thank you for having me. And cooking. Yeah. And babies growing. Natalie looks pregnant today. This is the first time. Extremely pregnant. I'm very pregnant. It wasn't the food she ate. No. No, it wasn't the food she ate. But me, on the other hand. Well, yeah, that's, like, that's a different story. <laughs> there oh, is man. a baby in Natalie's uh, womb. Yeah. And he's listening to all of this. He is. I he hope he likes him. to cook. I hope so, too. Maybe he can be in the kitchen. Are you going <laughs> to make your own baby food? You know, I put in my registry um, the baby bullet. <gasps> I like to make I'm going to buy it for Oh, you. yeah. Send me the registry. Okay. Baby Yay. bullet. I went yeah, and buy so that. I do want to. I do want to. It's so neat. Meal. Yeah, and it's like, 
it's super it's easy good. too. And it comes back to what we're saying. Like, there's nothing like a home cooked meal, and you're you're not gonna know what's in your food unless you make it. Mm, you know amen to that. So, all right, Noel. Well, we always ask our special guest um, what their favorite episode of On This Frequency um, is. So, we love your support. You're always giving us great feedback. Always. And, and you have, I think, in this yes. episode even. Yes. So <laughs> Get is, it together, ladies. <laughs> which is your favorite episode of ours? Uh, well, like I mentioned, it's definitely progress, not perfection. Um, mm. I really appreciate how you ladies just are aware of yourselves. And Thank it you. takes time to get to point A to point B and that you can't be so harsh on yourself. Mm. Um, and that self-awareness is so important. And I think... I think I live by that by day. So I think I, I realize, you know, mm. it's, um, it's important to just check in. So yeah. progress, not perfection. Do you consider yourself a perfectionist? No. Mm, that's shocking. I would say you do consider yourself a perfectionist. I've never seen. I think I like to, I, I, I want things to be perfect, but it's okay if they're not. That's true. Mm. No, I'm not going to be like, I mean, in a, a little bit. You I'll pivot be upset, very well. But I pivot well. You like, pivot I'm like, very well. I'm like, oh, okay, on to the next thing. Mm. Yeah, you're right. I do pivot you well. You pivot very well, and that's impressive. It's I think, hard. Yeah, that's what wouldn't categorize you as a perfectionist is your ability to pivot. Yeah, it can't always be perfect. Of change. Yep. I like or, that. And fix it, or fix it, you know, right. and then fix it, especially with my cooking. Right, 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 right. Fuck right, it right. up and figure out why. So we also ask our special guests if they have, you know, any inspirational, again, point of reference, a book, a song, anything that they would recommend our listeners to tap into mm -hmm. that's important. What would you leave our listeners who are worldwide or global? Worldwide. What do they need to know? Fuck. What do they I need to I know? honestly don't know when the last time I read a, a, a book was. Like a physical book or an aud audible book? I mean, but well, doesn't that, it's the same thing. It's the book is a book, right? Very different experiences. No, different experiences. I've, I've, I mean, I've listened to both, or I've listened to audiobooks and I've read books. Um, the one I recently read, which wasn't even recent, it was like two years ago. <laughs> um, I'm trying to look up the title. It was called um, Lost Connections by Johan Hari. Okay. Um, it's a book about uncovering um, depression and mm. other illnesses, if you mm. want to call them. Um, a friend recommended that one to me. It was good. It was an audio book. Um, I, I, I mean, I, 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 that was the last one I read, so that wouldn't be the one I recommend, I think. Got it. Um, it was interesting. Um, Music-wise, I can never recommend any music to <laughs> anyone. Well, I can, but I don't ever recommend it. I just show people music, and I, there's a lot you, of people. You're a, a great sharer. There's of a music. lot of people out there that I just will send music to, and I, I actually just recently did it to a friend, and that I haven't talked to in a couple weeks, and I sent him like seven songs. He's like, "Oh, new music, Noel." Mm. And I was like, "Yeah, just wanted to share some stuff. I, some you of the beats across. I heard. Yeah, nice. Noel will be like, I'll send her a song. Yeah, and it's a good morning song for me, and I'm like, yeah. yeah. She'll be like, No, this is more for the nighttime. Oh, complete opposite. This but is the, yeah, yeah this is this is a song for one thirty in the afternoon, Ricky. <laughs> no, I don't know what you're doing at no, five o'clock in the morning listening to this. She gets very specific like that. But then but then I sort it into the playlist that's right. relevant for me. Right. 
how funny. And that, I, and do you not do the same? I'm very curious. No, no, no. One hundred percent. Because she'll send you me just stuff. You just don't tell me. <laughs> no, I have. When you sent me that one girl, the I am woman. I was like, oh, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not impressed. Playlist. We do. We 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 do exchange those things, and and it's important because. Music. feedback is important in all yeah. things in all things feedback is important because it allows you to course correct your life mm. yeah you know or just have that be open to that um perspective like yes. oh 130 well fuck i'm it's, it's 5 a.m here yes. Talking about? <laughs> yes 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 so we'll reference the name of the book that you talked yeah, about absolutely. right would you say that reading that book you implemented certain things about that book with your own life no Oh, but I learned a lot. (laughs) I learned a lot about Big Pharma, that's for sure. Uh, And I think everyone should hear perspective on Big Pharma and um, the drugs that are given for depression and other illnesses because it definitely made me not mm -hmm. rethink or consider one way or the other, but definitely made me open my eyes to it. Yeah. Because a lot of people are very set in their ways when it comes to how um, illnesses, those, yeah, how the healthcare, yeah. How they handle things. That's a good. That's a good next episode because yeah, big pharma is a big pharma is intense. It's a great. Mm-hmm. It's a great it's money beast. maker, and it's here to stay. It ain't going nowhere. It is. All right, girl. Well, thank you again, Noel, for for joining us. Yes. Um, it was fun having this conversation, having yummy food and yummy drinks. It's been real, ladies. Mm. Um. All right. And so every week, uh, we read a review from one of our listeners. And this week's review comes to us from Oscarini, O-S-C-A-R-I-N-I. And the title of the review is called Call Your Dad, Mike. <laughs> and um, it I goes love on that to episode, say, by the way. That oh, is that so great. is he reviewed this based on that episode? Then? I believe so. So Got this is it. what it says. Excellent podcast. Great interview topic, questions and conversation. I like the honesty and the natural flow of the conversation. Found myself laughing out loud. I look forward to future therapy sessions. Mm. Smiley face. Yes. Thank you for that great review. We love our five-star reviews. They're amazing. They make me feel good. So um, with that, make sure to leave us a review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts and you see little stars and you see the little option for a review. Please click on it and give us your take. Um, You can also support us by donating some coffee. Go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash on this frequency. Meow, 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 meow. Yes, we're always thirsty. We're always in need of some caffeine. These days, my pregnant ass, like, I I could use a little (laughs) pick-me-up. So please, please. But that's it. Yes. So this week's episode is brought to you by Rose City Sound with executive producer Big Brother Jake from the Big Brother Jake podcast. Produced and edited by Juicebox Bartley. Keep in touch. Send us your topic ideas at onthisfrequency at gmail.com. Noel and I always exchange music as we spoke. And so this week's closing song is dedicated to my cousin, Noel Motabarlo. It's Vic Ruggiero's and his song, 23rd and second. Sorry, baby, but I ain't got that much class, and I'm, these are the questions I have about.